Hi, my friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Forte Catholic. I'm so glad that you are here. Allison Sullivan co-hosts this episode where we have a reintroduction into the five love languages and also some new insight in how they can apply to all of our relationships, both uh, romantic, friendships, and even an extra bonus one. That, we're very excited about this. This might be the nicest and holiest episode that we've recorded of this show in quite some time. So if you're into that kind of thing, this is the episode for you. We hope that you enjoy it. If you do, please hit subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. Thanks. Enjoy. And welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll, and that is Allison Sullivan. Hello, Taylor Schroll. We were just talking before we hit record that like a lot has happened in both of our personal <laughs> 20, lives. Twenty twenty four is off to a bang, and this is the first time you and I have seen each other. Yeah. So I've spent more time with the listeners than I've spent with you. <laughs> well, I had to ask to be sure, though. Like, I feel like it's come so fast and so furious. I'm like, I don't know when the last time I've seen you is. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was memorable <laughs> for both of us. We've ranted over over text and phone calls. We sure but, have, but not. We sure have. <laughs> There's been a lot going on, and our attempt today is to solve it through two things: love Perfect. and community. That's kind of who how we about are. that. We're going back to the peacemaker. Taylor is who knew. <laughs> uh, people love it when I rant on this show. But now yeah. there's stuff that I'm like genuinely mad about, but I can't do it. I can't right. do it well. Yes. See, that's how it. you know. Yeah. It's all just for fun and games until it's not. Yeah. So yeah. we are going to, um, yeah, we're going to talk about love here in this first segment. And then the second segment, we'll talk about community and uh, good relationships to kind of yes. negate some of the stuff going on in both of our personal lives. Okay. Hold on. Did you see, this is reminding me of that. Did you see the video that I made recently of, and the title was like, when your kid asks why you're crying, but yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. tell I them did. why. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have it's like this you. whole other alternate <laughs> list of reasons of why you're crying. And those are true too. Right. Still true, but can't, can't really say all the real stuff. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, uh, but one of the things that uh, this would just be a small caveat before I, I feel like I have some like real deep insight into love and our relationship with each other and God, uh -huh. like which is rare. So, so okay, I'm ranting less and talking about God's love. So we're gonna we're gonna see what but happens. we need to go with it. But before you texted me about one of them and I texted you about the other one, uh, I don't think either of us responded to either. So we're, we're even. But are, I feel so vindicated. Okay, by the Emmys. Oh. Right. Because every TV show and actor and actress that I love yeah. won. And yeah. we share some of those I know. shows. We share I know. The Bear, uh, primarily. Uh, but Succession won. The Bear won. Um, all the actors and actresses I love won. And I'm like, balling. <laughs> because I'm like so happy for these yeah. people. It was great. Yeah. It was great. So that was a fun little thing that we Barry shared. Barry was recognized. Barry which was, I, yes. I, I enjoyed that as well. Uh, it was very funny. Uh, Better Call Saul, which is another show that I love. But it's not one. to the tier of like like okay. the, the Baron Succession are quite literally my two favorite shows of all time, mm -hmm. and they're 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 both recent or like they were against each other like season two of the Bear and the final season of Succession ever were yeah. against each other and they won almost everything. Yeah. Okay. But do you know? You might know more about this than I do. Can you tell me why? Ain't nothing but a heartache. Tell me why? Ain't nothing but a mistake. Why? Was <laughs> <laughs> Why is the bear in comedy or musical? What's happening? Did I watch the show wrong? Yeah, I saw you. I saw you post about this a lot of times. It, it is because it, there's a drama category. Is 100%, there not? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And like the other, what's funny about that is the bear. A lot of times with with these categories, like The Martian, I think one for like best comedy for a movie, and like wasn't a comedy, but like at least in The Bear, like there's funny moments, like there's it's it's very funny, and especially the second season, it was very loving and funny until the end, and then they brought back their like, like, the thing that we all know know and love about The Bear is the tension. Yeah, and there was so much tension all throughout uh, season one, and then this one was just so happy go lucky until it wasn't, and it was so so. I, I see it in comedy. I, I see what you're saying, though. It, but to then, me, it's just clever writing. Like, clever writing is funny, but not... I but would like never think of the Like, Succession won Best Drama. 
Uh-huh. And it is quite literally one of the funniest shows I've ever Well, heard. I thought it was strategic. Is there any like strategy where they don't want the bear and succession going up against each yeah. other? Does it have something to do with that? I mean, I don't know, but it made no sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. I'm glad it won, but whatever. But anyway, that was a fun, anyway. fun little thing that, that we shared. I, yeah. I just felt, because usually I don't, I don't feel fancy often. And like, especially when I watch these right. award shows, I feel like I'm like, Tip, pretty typically, I feel like the common man versus what the hell is all this? Like, I spent so much time watching all these shows. And yeah. They're not even nominated. Or all these movies are not even nominated. Everything that I watched yeah. <laughs> won something. It was yeah. beautiful. No, it is validating. Yeah. I feel so fancy this year. Yeah. 2024, fancy Taylor year. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about love. So, um, two weeks episodes ago was live from Ireland. Uh, last week's episode was explaining the Ireland trip. And I left one little um, dangling like participle or whatever. I don't know the correct term. Mm. But I left one thing as kind of a little tease for this episode. Okay. And uh, something that I don't often do, especially for something like Ireland. Typically, I'm going to play the hits. Like, if I'm going over there, I'm playing the... I'm doing the talks that I know work. Oh, you're right. But okay. um, th- th- there was like some coordination between here's what I can do very well. Here's what they want. And like I, I gave three talks. Two of them were like playing the hits, like two, two of my t- talks that I've honed and they always do well and all this kind of stuff. Right. But the other one, they wanted something different. And it's not something that I tend to talk about mm-hmm. a conversation about relationships. And it's uh-huh. like, we've talked about relationships. So like I was able to pull like notes from the show and notes from like old sure. talks, but I'd never put this talk all together. Right. Um, so ultimately it was about relationships, our relationship with God, our relationship with other people, mm-hmm. uh, including like romantic relationships uh, and then our relationship with ourselves. So that was like the whole talk. And it's like, we've talked here about like our relationship with ourselves and taking care of ourselves and uh, like the, the kind of stuff, like uh, not beating yourself up and not, not, Given in Catholic guilt, like living mm-hmm. in the joy of Christ. Like that's that's kind of a thing we talk about a lot here. Relationship with God, something we also talk about a lot here. Um, recently, we've talked a little bit more about relationships. We had that episode about dating and stuff kind of go viral for all the best and worst reasons, I guess. <laughs> People uh, either really agreed with us or very much didn't. Uh, by the way, <laughs> you and I talk about hateful comments yeah. uh, every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I got, it wasn't. And it wasn't like a top tier mean thing to say either to me or just in general, but the timing of it was insane. Mm. On Martin Luther King Day, okay, I got a comment that uh, we were talking about. It, it was it was on the episode of where we talked about the Sierra Malabar right, like different races and religion or uh, mm. races and experiences of religion and all kinds of. And th- this guy was like, you know, I guess the season himself as like an uber Christian. Uh, uber is probably a good word. Uh, he was like, race and cultural uh, cultural identity uh, makes God angry. And I'm like, not. I know that there are racist white people. Like, I know they exist. And it's not like the meanest thing to say. I disagree with him. But it's not the meanest thing to say. But on Martin Luther King Day? Are you serious? Read the room. I, I was like, guys, come on. Wow. Yeah. So, so is that an an argument of a colorblindness of like we are all the same? I don't know. I think I, as opposed to God, like really loving our distinctiveness. Like I think so. Unity I, keeping distinction. Yeah, I think it's just a threatened white man. Okay. Well, I I like that explanation <laughs> best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, very uh, on, on the same note. Eventually, we'll talk about love and community. But I just saw today that um, the New, New England Patriots hired a black head coach for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been on the staff for years, but first time he's been uh, there's been a black head coach, and there was like just a weird, re- real awkwardness. Like the very old white owner, which yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, was trying to say the guy's name is Gerard Mayo, and apparently he has some siblings with this is their words, not mine. So very black names. And so the old white owner was struggling with it. And the coach like helped him out. He's like, Oh, that's fine. You understand. He's a very black name. Like the black guy said that and it was just kind of this like funny <laughs> kind of awkward moment or whatever. Yeah. But then that coach said like, um, you know, cause like I, I've always disagreed with, you know, you, you've talked about race quite a bit. And one of the things that I've heard, not from you, but like from people, even, even maybe in conversations with you or around you or whatever, like, I don't see race. I don't see color. And the guy addressed that today. He's like, oh, I absolutely see race. Because if you don't see race, you don't see racism. And that's a problem. And I was like, exactly. So nice. I thought about you earlier yes, when I was, yes, when yes. I was uh, watching that. So, okay. Race, or not race. Love. You want to talk about love? Let's. Okay. So uh, I had some new insight uh, in regards to love languages. Um, it was one of the things that I talked about. Uh, how often do you feel guilty when you go give talks? How often do you feel guilty about the things you are 
preaching about. Meaning convicting your own convicting self. your own self. What, what percentage of the time? Right. Well, it's a lot of where the best material comes from for me because I have it's something I've leaned into and discovered myself as opposed to you can always take someone else's message and change it up just enough to not plagiarize mm-hmm. and pass it off. Like that that's a thing. You It's really difficult to say anything new about a 2000-year-old religion. <laughs> Right. Yes. Right. Right. Um, But I have found that the the things that I discover on my own are the things that impact women. Like I hear, and I've I've figured this out because it matters to me because I need a lot of validation because I'm needy. Um, I have tried to thank you. (laughs) I have tried to find what is it that really lands, and it's usually something that I have done my very own self. Yeah. And that's an interesting insight. It's going to connect to like the big point we're building up to is I had an incredible insight for me that I ended up sharing at this yeah. at this conference. And it's something that I would imagine hundreds, if not yeah. thousands of people, like even people listening. I, I was even thinking about this. Like, I don't know. Maybe 50% of the audience has already made this connection. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like, I'm going to look stupid because I'm like, mm-hmm. I have this new revelation, yeah. but it was huge for me. So yeah. um, before we get there, kind of baselines of um, love languages. So, they did want me to talk about relationships, which uh, was their favorite part. of. They didn't care about what I had to say about God. But when I started talking about dating, they were like, tuned in. <laughs> they, were ready, yeah. they were ready to listen. Yeah. Um, so, so they wanted you to talk about dating relationships. Yeah. So they wanted, to talk, okay. they wanted me to talk about all relationships. I started with God. And then I went to I others. See, I and see. Uh, included in others is like romantic relationships. Sure. And then to yourself. You know, it's like okay. love God, love neighbor, love yourself. That was like the okay. structure of the talk. But the middle was when they really latched on like the relationship part yeah um so where i felt this conviction was i've been talking about love language i I don't know maybe it's like the fourth or fifth time i've ever talked about love languages publicly um and as i'm talking i'm feeling this conviction of because one of the primary things about love languages is do you know what they are do you know what the five are i've got my notes here okay what are they? do you want me to say them yeah go ahead um so there's uh quality time yep gifts Mm mm-hmm Acts of service, mm-hmm. physical affection, mm-hmm. and words of affirmation. Right. So I've been talking about this a, a few times. And one of the main points from like the people who wrote the five live languages is like knowing the ones that knowing how you like to receive love is a great first step. Like for me, it's physical touch, quality time. Like those mm-hmm. are my primary two. But because of that, my assumption is that's how everybody else wants to receive love. Of course, too. right. Um, and that's just how everybody is. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just a part of the human experience. It's like if yours are you know, acts of service and quality time, you assume, oh, if I'm going to be loving to this person, I need to do acts of service and spend quality time with them. But it's not how, not necessarily the order that people, other people receive love in. So my conviction was I could guess my wife's top five, but I don't know if I could do them in order. Okay. <laughs> So I like I didn't say that, but I, as I'm giving the talk, I'm like, hmm, because mm-hmm. I know mine. So you've only been curious about your own. No, <laughs> we just haven't talked about it in a while. Okay, like this was something like I we, wonder if they do shift. That's uh, interesting. My, uh, and that's what my wife said mm-hmm. is that her list shifted, but I wasn't aware. <laughs> oh, that is fascinating. So, yeah, because we did we did love languages. We did all this when we were like engaged and and as part of like yeah. our marriage prep. So like we knew our five like pretty early, and then like it's been you know eleven twelve years since all of that. Like you know yeah like memory fades, uh, but then also like you know things might change. So um, mine in order. Okay, it's very difficult for me to say uh, either quality time or physical touch. Like it's probably quality time just mm-hmm. because that one's appropriate with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, fully appropriate with everyone. Uh, but touch is definitely my, like, wh- whether it's with my wife or just, like, with everyone. Like, I, I touch people all the time. Like, when I'm coaching, yeah. when I'm, like, it's yeah. just how yeah. I like to receive love. So, I want to, once again, I assume that's how other people want to receive love. Like, I'm, I'm a hugger. I'm a, yeah. you know, like, when I coach the girls at track, like, I'm, it, they're high school girls. So, it's, like, yeah, different. But it's, like, they know that, like, I care about them. Yeah. and. I like pat them on the head. Like that's a yes. big thing that I do is I like kind of <laughs> pat them on the head because that's like the safest thing. Everybody can see it, you know, um, you know, with, cause like with guys a lot of times, you know, just, yeah. it's for, football, whatever you smack them. Yeah. Like clearly not going to do that with, with, yeah. with the girls. So those are my top two. And then I would put like, um, 
gifts and service are again kind of there, but like my top two are clearly my top two. Yeah. The other three, I'm like, eh. Mm-hmm. Like uh, receiving gifts, probably the third one now. And that might even change just mm-hmm. because like we're a nonprofit. Yeah, like, right, I receive right, my right. living from people giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, acts of service and then words of affirmation. Like that's mm-hmm. my list. I texted my wife earlier. I was like, hey, I've been talking about this. I can't make the same mistake again. I yeah. need to know yours. Yeah. Exactly the opposite of mine. Yeah. <laughs> exact opposite. Yeah. Same order, just completely flipped. One yeah. through five is five through one. And it cracked me up. Yeah. Interesting. So I've always thought, oh my gosh, I'm impossible because I'm like, I think I'm all of them. Well, that's With- true. But that, this isn't the reason. <laughs> that could be true. And the love language is going to be true. So all I know, and but and it's I'm really just kind of like trying to be funny, but all I know is what's last, which is gifts. Do not give me a gift ever, anytime, ever. I bought you a gift today and you refused it. I won't like it. I'm not going to like it. Okay. And you don't like Chick-fil-A nuggets? I bought you nuggets. Those are incredible. I do like nuggets. It feels like a waste of money. Like, it's okay. It doesn't feel like love to me. It feels wasteful. Uh I probably don't want it. I want you to hear that you are worth it. Are you words of affirmation? Um, Okay. So, no. So, no. (laughs) Can I guess yours? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you, you've just revealed that gifts is Not last. Acts of service is your number one. No. No. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that. Why? I, 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 from the outside perspective, that's what I was. Uh, okay. Um, I think words of affirmations. Hi. That, Pro- that, probably. What, that's what I would say was was second. So I was, but I was wrong. It's probably high. Mm-hmm. Um, quality time, physical touch, mm-hmm. gifts. So I, I number one is quality time. So I know one in five pretty easily. I think it becomes a mishmash. Actually, I would say acts of service is probably four. That's and then, surprising. Just be, like that was an assumption just based off of like you're I, 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 kind trying to like you're so into doing acts of service that I assume that's how oh you right to receive up to. I was hoping that it's because when you do something for me, I thank you heartily. Well, you do. You do. Um, okay. But like, I, I, yeah, like you, you like doing like acts of service for the community, for the, for people in need, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. like, it's something that's very important to you. But, but my yeah. husband would say I'm not an acts of servicer. Mm. Like he brings me coffee every morning, which. Is that a gift? Is or so, <laughs> which is so nice. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, I think, okay. So if I'm number one quality time. I would think um, physical touch and words of affirmation get a, um, get swapped. Yeah. And then, yeah, acts of serve. Don't give me a gift. Acts of service. Yeah. Uh, so so I, I had three of them right. I was just cl- very wrong between one and four. One and four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Interesting. Although I will say that words of affirmation can make me feel guilty. It's uh, I probably could use a little work <laughs> around. This. Also true, despite the five like love languages. <laughs> A lot of truth bombs coming out of this conversation. I like so. For example, if someone writes me a letter in the mail, I have a hard time opening it. I it it's me too. They shouldn't send me physical mail. Yeah, but I think most people really love that, and it's such a kind, touching gesture. Yeah, it's interesting. To me, it feels stressful, and I don't know if it's because now I have now. I have to return this favor. I don't know what this any of this says about me. Ex- ex- no, I'm one hundred percent with you. Stop sending this stuff in the mail. It's so send, nice. Send me something in text so that I could give a little thumbs up reply. That's all I want. Yeah, it's really nice though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Those are acts of service people. You know, I think my husband is an acts of service person, and there's a lot of things that he does for me that I don't recognize as love, and I hate that for him. Mm. You know, like I really do. Now, I the one way that I think that uh, that love languages can get a little wonky is when the message is recognize how your partner is loving you. You know, like bend to their way of loving you instead of let's communicate each other's right, right, right. and whatever. So um, that said, I am, re- am regretful that I feel like my husband probably does a lot with the intention of I'm going to love her this way. And that, and missing that feels sad to me. I, I, I don't like that. It's, it's both, especially in a marriage where like you've chosen to be with each other. You, you clearly love each other, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's both. It's like, 
it's it's a it's a mutual thing like we're in this together it's like i i need to love you better the way that you want to be loved but you also need to be a little bit more appreciative of the ways that just kind of come naturally for me mm-hmm. to love you right and right. then vice versa right like, you know it's the it's a, it's this is just a tool yeah. and, and kind of for me like a reminder of like right oh like because sam like her her lowest two are quality touch and and uh, quality touch. Yes. Qu- quality, t- qu- whatever. <laughs> quality time and physical touch. None of that lame touch. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. Do that. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep moving. Um, so this, like the first time we went through like this five love language things was towards the beginning of our relationship. And I was like, quality time's so big for me where she was like, oh, he's playing video games. I'm going to go do my own thing. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want you to do your thing like next, next to, me. to me like you don't yeah like we're, we're like again yeah. there's balance it's like yeah. we'll do stuff together we'll have conversations we'll go on dates we'll watch tv together we'll watch movies together like yeah we can be with each other talking we can be with each other shutting up yeah. or we can be each- with each other yeah ignoring each other Just but lean together on me while yeah, we yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like, like, like so that was kind of a, a big realization and then physical touch is just a way like obviously it's you know, with your wife whatever right like there's that part but also just like even just like the yeah non-adult, hands, adult whatever thing, right yeah, yeah like I, I just I want to be close. like mm-hmm. and, and, and so like, I, I feel like kind of like what you were saying about Seth is like, she's done a lot to help reciprocate to me. Like those aren't really important to her, but she's mm-hmm. made them important mm-hmm. in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and what was, what's funny is like, I realized like her number one is words of affirmation. And I was like, I think I'm okay at that. Her number two being receiving gifts. The last time we were on this show together, you and I, uh-huh. I told her like, we don't, we don't really do Christmas gifts because it's not important to me yeah <laughs> you know so i just like yeah. assume like oh this isn't something we do it's not important it's like well maybe it is yeah so i am so proud of myself that i accidentally before i realized all this the best christmas gifts i've ever given her i gave her some great gifts so i did it but then at the same time i was like oh i brought the kids gifts back from ireland and not her <laughs> uh-huh, right so yeah like, hey! you have to think about it you have to remind yourself because <laughs> right. it's not a big deal to you right yeah i because I... I was like i don't care i don't care if i get a trinket from ireland but the kids will so i just didn't think that she would care when maybe she does yeah i um there was someone had said something about watching tv not being quality time for some one reason or another i was talking about how you, you can't connect if you're like going to a movie for someone who loves quality time, TV or movies or whatever doesn't count because that's not, you know, quality time. And I'm like, then you're doing it wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> like in multiple different ways. Yeah, there's yeah. like so many of them. That is, I love that Seth and I do share that. I think we also share physical touch. Like, I think that we're pretty touchy people, uh-huh. whether it's a handhold or just like his hand in the small of my back, like leading me and uh-huh. you know, whatever. So I, the ones that we do connect on, we connect on well. It just, I know that there are probably things he would love. Because um, it just shows thought, right? I, I can guarantee you that Sam, it's not about having the thing. The thing doesn't matter. It's that you were thinking of her right. in in Ireland. And so if I were to drive across town and pick up Seth's, cleaning dry cleaning so he wouldn't have to it has nothing to do with the dry cleaning get his own dry cleaning it's really just a gesture and i could do that i could do better at yeah. that yeah yeah um okay we're gonna move on to other relationships anything okay. other, anything else you want to say about marriage like, love language in regards so. to marriage okay no, so. um the second one is other relationships so uh we, we talked about like with your parents, with your family, you know, talking to, uh, to kids, young adults, right? With your parents, with your family, um, with teammates, classmates. And then, so we talked about it in general. And then we kind of honed in on the romantic relationships, which we kind of just spoke about. Uh, but I shared a, a story and it didn't really click why a moment meant so much to me. Another thing that's happened since you and I have talked is mm-hmm. we had our ring ceremony for yes. our state championship race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The state championship, we won way back in May. People are probably tired of hearing me talk about it, but we, we got our, our rings. We waited for our college girls to kind of be back home yeah. to celebrate with everybody. So we got our rings, and part of that ring ceremony was everybody, the girls, all submitted, like, a favorite moment with a picture. Mm. And then, like, I'm the coach, and I talk a lot so like i got to like share quite a bit about my experience and and and, like our team experience and stuff 
so one one of the girls who's a senior last year, like she's been with me for four years. She's the superstar. She's the one that like was the you know, best athlete the school's ever had. She was she won. Uh, she was the athlete of the meet, meaning she scored more points than any other girl in, in the whole state meet. Like like, you know, this special relationship. And her and I, personality wise, really couldn't be much different. Like it took us a while to become yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Um, over the course of years, and like part of that any relationship is time, whether your love language is quality time or not. Yeah, just time together building trust, all that kind of stuff, right? But it really stuck out to me because, again, like I mentioned, like it is often hard for me. Like I, I, this has always been kind of a thing with me working with with teenagers, like in youth ministry, coaching, campus ministry, whatever. It's like I want to show love by quality time and physical touch. And, like, clearly there's just ba- boundaries and right. you want to be above approach and all yeah, this kind of stuff. Yeah, limitations, yeah. But – I shared, I knew what my favorite moment was, and I have communicated this multiple times. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she communicated mm. that this was her favorite moment yeah, yeah, yeah. meant the world to me. Because yeah. like her, lo- her love language is not physical touch. Mm-hmm. It's just not. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but my favorite moment and her favorite moment was a moment whenever she broke the school record for, uh, for long jump. She won state in long jump. She like, like big moment. And it's me, her brother, and her. And her and I are just, we, we heard she jumped over 18 feet. And when they announced it, she just, she just kind of like folded into Like I'm, I'm huge. She's tiny. Right. So the picture is like me holding her. She is so happy. He's so happy. So it's like literally yeah. quality time. Yeah. It's quality time that yeah. I've spent with these two kids. Yeah. The quality time they've spent as yeah, family. I've coached that. their other siblings. Yeah. And then this, this girl who like, we don't we didn't hug much. Like, yeah. she, like, she's kind of like like just a very different personality th- than mine. But that was the moment. And it was like, it was like like I, I care for these kids that I coach, that I work with. And like, but seeing it reciprocated yeah. in a way that like wasn't natural to her mm-hmm. just meant the world to totally, me. Yeah. And like, and it was special for her too. Like it was her moment. Like it just so like you know, a lot of times we we, we kind of think like, oh, physical touch is just for romantic relationships it's like this clearly isn't a romantic yeah. relationship but like it yeah. still meant something for me to have the quality time and physical touch mm-hmm. so i don't know it was just like an interesting insight to yeah i was at this retreat once and it was in a living room it was it was a very um, i remember this is it the one i'm thinking of i think so I, i've been watching her on tv a lot recently oh Different oh one. i don't know wait hold on patricia heaton Oh no! Huh. Uh, I've been watching Everybody Loves Raymond. I've thought about yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, that was great too. Yes, true. Okay, all true. Uh, this was a retreat, and it was designed for women who lead to come and just be nurtured, and then this go... really sounds like Patricia Heaton's house. <laughs> <laughs> and then go give back, like sure. go back out. And this is this organization's spiritual gifting is this nurture they have a gift of prayer and there was all walls were down all walls were down and i think it's interesting what you say about when we think of physical touch we often romanticize it or make it something that it doesn't have to be but when i tell it's going to even sound weird it sounds weird but when i tell you there were all these women together and with all walls down people are like leaning into each other like people's arms are slung around right. each other there's even like people on each other's laps like heads and laps and it was so intimate like a greek painting it was yes <laughs> yes you're touching me now it was so holy it was the it was so holy and that reminds me of there is this moment in my stretching practice that where when i'm leading a class i do a physical adjustment and people can always opt out like to fart no, no, everyone, perhaps I try to ignore those moments, but they happen often. But if you're just like laying flat and it's, it's the end, we're just in corpse pose and we're just laying there. Can do that. You can, it's my favorite part. It's everybody's favorite part. Once you've embraced like the concepts and, um, and so I, I give everyone an, an opt out because not everybody wants to be touched and there's a lot of trauma, but I, have everyone lay there and then you place your hands on your belly if you do not want me to touch you. But if you do, then I will walk around and do a very simple adjustment. And it's just like ankles. There's kind of like a little pull and a little swing. And then I will kind of hold your feet and pray for you. Mm-hmm. And I have had so many women bust into tears 
with the holiness of touch with no expectation. It feels it reminds me of like Mary Magdalene, like yeah. washing Jesus' feet with yeah. his hair, you know, yeah. intimate moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so I just pray for them. And I, in this last moment, someone from our church community recently moved, and she came up to me and she said, "I just want you to know that I, in those moments, I I feel you praying for me, and it is so holy, it is so pure." Um, that all I can do is just pray for you back. And so I just want you to know how often I, she said, I would picture your children's faces in those moments. And so it was just this very like sweet, connective thing. And I think that when you do remove our, I don't know, kind of silliness around it or, or even uh, social constructs around it, it can be the most beautiful thing. Yeah. I like that. It's a great example. I love that you have a picture of that moment, like that oh, it yeah. was captured. And I love that. By your mom. Like, I mean, like, there's yeah. just so much to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a beautiful, beautiful moment. Um, okay. So that was like, you know, th- th- those are the things that I like tend to think about. Like, this stuff pops up relatively often, right? Um, so with romantic relationships, with like other human relationships. But here was the, the realization that I like feel so dumb that I never thought about it before. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I'm sure a thousand people have thought of this. No one's ever told me, though. This came straight from God to me. And I'm sure God has communicated this with hundreds of thousands of other people. Yeah. But like applying the rel- the love languages to our relationship with God mm. just never occurred to me. Mm. I was just so kind of focused on because like I mean it's written for sure. romantic relationships. Yeah, but we're always generalizing the things right. that we learn. But yeah, no, I, I can say that I haven't done that either. So it's like romantic relationships, and then it's like, okay, let's apply it to other human beings. And mm-hmm. then I was like, let's apply it to the vi- vis- invisible guy. You know, it's like there's a little harder jump, right? But I was like, golly, because like everything that we've been talking about, everything about the love languages is like all about this relationship with who you are, knowing your love languages and like, this is how I want to receive love. And this is how I would like to receive love and like kind of encouraging that in like the relationships around you, but also like the recognition of this isn't how everybody else does. Maybe I should learn the other people's like, like that, that's all there. But then I was like, man, we're supposed to have this relationship with God. And all of this is a choice to do. It's a choice to learn Seth's mm-hmm. love language. It's a mm-hmm. choice to learn Sam's. It's a choice to act on them, even yeah. if you don't feel like yeah. this whole love is a choice to thing. receive the way it's intended. Right. Yeah. And like, to, like, like you were saying, like being generous with how you receive it, and like, oh, like this meant a lot to him. Mm-hmm. You know, even though it, like mm-hmm. maybe you know it's just coffee, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like that sort of thing. Um, but like, it's a choice to do all of these with God, to spend quality time with God. And like all these applications that we've already talked about, like spending time with God, actively talking, spending time with God. I just want you to sit next to me. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing something else. I just want, you know, like I want you here with me while I'm doing something else. And then also just the, I just want to, I just want to be with you, you know, Uh, sitting quietly. Um, The like physical touch is a little different, but like receiving the Eucharist, going to adoration, Mm -hmm. like being physically close to him. I shared on last week's show, like, like, pretty similar to what uh, you were talking about with your uh, stretching practice. But on the other side, like I shared about a priest, like laying hands on us, yeah. you know, you're, you're touching the other side. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's just something to like, even in religious stuff, the physical touch, less, less, less common, but their acts of service, like living for God, like yeah. you know, loving, being loving in the community. Like you've been doing a lot of to serve our community during this freeze. Like there's, there's been, it, there's, there's a call to, to that. There's a call to like give gifts, like, mm-hmm. Time, yeah. talent, treasure, yeah. your tithe, 10%, what, whatever, tithe, whatever your percentage you want, uh, giving your time, your talent to the church, and I'm missing one. Um, words uh, of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Just like, mm-hmm. we praise you, we bless you, I yeah. adore you, I glorify yeah. you. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, praising, being engaged in the Mass. Like, it's all there. And I just never saw it. And I'm like, oh, this is a great barometer of, like, which ones am I doing well, which ones do I need yeah. to Yeah, yeah, it's good. Go it's really good. I, um, when... I was thinking about I, I were I'm parenting really hard right now, <laughs> and I was thinking about how people are going to be disappointing, and that's okay. We're with just, the love languages or not, you're saying a lot of things that apply outside this conversation. But it, it, they're just people. Right. They're just people in in, in these this imperfect um, point of completion you know, not complete and in this imperfect world. And if you are t- 
tightly tethered to God, it releases people up to, they don't need to be all of these things. They don't need to fill all of your languages in the right order. They don't need to do all that because you're connected here. And so I've thought of that as a, as a closeness issue, but not in a methods of how, mm-hmm. like how to be close here. Right. So I think, I don't think you're dumb for not having connected all those dots, Taylor. I, I feel really stupid and brilliant, <laughs> like simultaneously. <laughs> like I feel brilliant that I thought of it and really dumb that I didn't think about it before. Well, how'd the talk go over? Uh, very good. This was the best the best thing that they connected with with me on. Um, I think probably because it was practical. They liked the dating stuff. But like, yeah. I, I, I talked about that. And like, and again, like in human relationships, like there's appropriate things to do on all the different levels, right? Like, you know, we talked about dating a lot. It's like physical touch is going to look different than a married person. But like you can hold hands. You can, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like put, mm-hmm. put your ha- hand on their shoulder or whatever, right? Like there, there's just levels of that in different relationships and that sort of thing. So, um I don't know. It, it was just it was just a cool insight for me, and kind of like it wasn't even like I had to think about it all that long. Like once once the thought came down, it's like it all snapped into place. It's mm-hmm. like oh, like this makes so much sense. Right. And like the realizing that I could do this and respond to God in relationship with this way, and like the fact that He wants to do all those things for us too. Right. Like right. we give Him all that stuff, but like He wants to spend quality time with us. He wants to give us gifts. He wants to do acts yes. of service for us. Like He like He wants to do all those stuff because he's in relationship with us in a loving relationship with us too. Because of the point of the season I'm in just with parenting, 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 I want to go home and tell my kids this so bad. Like I just want to, I am excited to communicate. I love it when I have an insight that you appreciate. It doesn't happen often, but I feel uh, roads of affirmation is my five, but when I get it from you, it's like number two. Good. Maybe that's because, so when you're a teacher, you learn that praise has to be um, sincere and specific. So I feel like I have been trained to give sincere. I really like your left nostril. (laughs) That's not sincere. It wasn't, but it was specific. I was hoping you would catch up on that or pick up on that. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I I think I I am a I probably am higher on words of affirmation than I realize because I do enjoy giving words of affirmation. Like I'm a, I think I'm an encourager. Mm-hmm. You are like Barnabas. Um, the, the other thing uh, I kind of mentioned earlier when you did, but like, as I was thinking about physical touch, I was like, I thought about like, we've talked about that. You, you hit me three times an episode. Oh my gosh. So all loved. the time. You're punching me. And I feel so loved at football games. You attack yes. me. And I'm yes. like, oh, we're good friends. Hanging <laughs> yeah, on you with exactly. all my weight. Get in the end zone. Yeah, yeah exactly. Push so, him in. Uh, it's very good. So uh, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about community. And we actually have some words of affirmation for other people in regards to this. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you love the work that we're doing here at Forte Catholic and are feeling generous, we could use your support to meet our financial goals here in 2024. ForteCatholic.com slash donate is the way that you can take action and do that. It's really easy to set up. You can give a one-time donation uh, or you can give a monthly donation, set up a recurring donation. All of it helps to help us make ends meet here uh, in in our little ministry that we have going on here, our little two-person ministry. So uh, if you... If you like the show, if you like what we're doing to try to bring the joy of the gospel, if you like uh, Catholic podcasting in general, where we're uh, helping a lot to do uh, production and editing in that space as well. If you want to support uh, in-person events and our, our travel and speaking, lead and worship, you can do so at fortecatholic.com slash donate. Thank you to all of you who have already uh, donated, whether one time or our monthly donors. We really appreciate you. We couldn't keep doing this without you. So thanks again, fortecatholic.com slash donate to give today. It's all uh, tax deductible as we are a Catholic nonprofit organization. So uh, it's good for everybody. Thanks. Love you. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and that is Allison Sullivan. We are, uh, we've been talking about love. We've been talking about community, and we're going to dive a little bit more into that now. So I was listening to a podcast, and again, uh, giving credit where it's due, is on Restore the Glory, one of the podcasts that I edit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've probably heard of it. They get millions of downloads. Indeed. Um, but they're ta- it, it was, uh, it's funny. I, the things that t- tend to stick out to me about that show uh, tend not to be the focus of their conversation. Mm. They tend to be like not throwaway lines, but kind of like on the like on the periphery of what they're actually talking about. Mm. But then I like latch onto it. And I'm like, oh, I need to do an entire 20 minutes on this one sentence, mm. you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 
So they talked about community as a mosaic of seeing God's attributes. So mm. like when I hear mosaic, the first thing that pops in my head is uh, whenever we used to go down to the valley, Texas border between uh, t- the border of Texas, Mexico, there's this, uh, it was kind of like my second church growing up because we went every summer, um, Our Lady of San Juan, uh, this b- beautiful basilica. And there's a, a picture, a mosaic of Mary that is, I don't know, 60 to 80 feet tall. Mm. I mean, it's, maybe even bigger like it's it's massive you can see it from the highway like mm. it's huge and it's merry and it's made up of these pieces i don't know three inches four inches wow wide and tall my goodness so it's it's a mosaic so it's all these little pieces building up to like this beautiful work of art on this beautiful huge church so when i hear mosaic like that's that's literally the first thing that pops into my head yeah so they're talking about the the community being a mosaic of god's love and how it's kind of a theme of we're both dealing with quite a bit right now. And it's kind of hard to see the goodness in a lot of people. Mm. Uh, but So this is a good reminder. I was literally working on this yesterday and as we're kind of dealing with a lot of this stuff. And it was a reminder of like, no one is perfect. You're not, you're not, I'm not. So like, that's a healthy realization whenever we're dealing with imperfect people as well. Uh, but then also like, they're not. And kind of like, you know, but they're saying who have been, no one person can communicate God, who God is and God's love right. to you. That, that's, right. in, that's impossible. In his right? fullness, yeah. Even the holiest of people, the saints, had their flaws, right? Mm-hmm. So like, oh, if you only focused on, I don't even know. Like, let's, uh, oh, what, what's his name? St. Jerome was uh, famous for his anger. It's like, that's not the part we're supposed to emulate. We're all like, oh, yeah. he was angry, so I could be angry. Right, like, right, eh, right. That's not how it works. Yeah. Uh, it, is, it is good to know that like other like saints struggled with these things. But it's like St. Yes. Jerome showed me the beauty of God's like knowledge and his love for scripture. Mm-hmm. That's what St. Jerome showed me. Yeah. Even though, you know, he m- might not have been the best role model when it came to anger management. Right. Right. So there's people in my life, there's people in your life, there's people in listeners' lives. Like this mosaic is being built of who God is by our experience of our community for yeah. better or worse. Right. Yeah. Like with the first people we learn about God from are our parents. Yeah. Um, um, so, this, this, I, I'll give an example, and then we'll kind of go back and forth with some examples of, like, who has shown a God attribute to you in your life? So, like, the first two to me is, like, I think of my parents. Mm-hmm. And, again, like, the, they're not perfect, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But, like, what my mom showed me is, like, the, a depth of prayer. Like, yeah. she's been a deep prayer for years. Prayed for me. She's probably one of the other reasons I'm here slash alive, you know? That's <laughs> yeah. And then, like, my dad showed me, like, good work and sacrifice for family mm-hmm. and it's like those are two like attributes that i hold dear attributes that are important to me a big part of who i am yeah um uh the hard work and sacrifice uh yes the deep prayer uh aspirational yeah <laughs> right yeah but like yeah i've seen that th- those are the two of the first pieces of god that i saw like in my early age mm-hmm. um if i so you know there's some statistic that says that you are a makeup or some, I don't know, combination of the five people that you spend the most time with, like the five people that are closest to you or yeah, that you choose to surround you. You're affecting me too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I, and again, because of the season I'm in with, you know, raising kids, I'm like, this needs to be thoughtful. You know, this needs to be a choice, not mm-hmm. just a, you know, oh, well, it just fell into place and, you know, this is who I am now. Um, and so thinking about choosing those five people very wisely. So it's an interesting practice to go through those five people and be like, what am I, what am I gathering here? Like what, you know, how can I delineate exactly what's making me me? Um, when I think about my own parents, my mom's is a selflessness. There are some times where... Um, I would like to snap her out of that and be like, say what you want, you know? Um, But I came first and there was no question about that. There was no question about her (laughs) um, ability to sacrifice for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I felt very nurtured in that. Um, My dad's is a patience. There is an endurance to him and how he loves. Um, he has very realistic expectations. He just never demanded anything of me. And so it felt very non-judgmental and accepting. So my mom was just over the top with nurture and this self-donative love. And then my dad was 
so non-judgmental and accepting and patient for me to be whoever it is I was going to be. Mm-hmm. That's great. I've seen your dad's patience. Uh, there was one time we were setting up for an event outside your house. Very oh, patiently man. was hanging those lights. Right. And I was watching him like, I would have given up hours ago. Right. Would have never done. That right. is 100% his love language too. These are these are not necessary. It's fine. And he's like, no, we are doing this. And it looked great. And because his daughter asked him to. Great. It is, he, he takes such joy in being able to help somebody, to being able to like fill a request, mm-hmm. acts of service for sure. Well, I've got some projects for him around here. <laughs> um, the next group of people that I thought would be nice is uh, my co-host. Oh, good. You want me to start with you or end with you? Um, end. Okay. So uh, we'll do Catherine. And uh, you might not like that I'm starting with her because you'll be like, well, I didn't get that compliment. I have one coming for you. Just be patient. I uh, I, I will agree with you, whatever <laughs> it is. Catherine, Co-signed. Uh, uh, because of, uh, uh, not just now, but I've seen this a lot recently and then in some of the conversations I've had with her recently, just a tenacity in fighting for her kids. Mm-hmm. Like the mama bearness mm-hmm. of it, like, mm-hmm. like helps me feel like okay and vindicated or uh, correct when like my instinct is to yeah. fight for and to protect my kids. Yeah. Um, so that's been, that's been great recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that, like that's something I've seen in her for years, but yeah. like it's applying to my life a lot right now. Yeah. So it's just kind of top right. of mind. Just like the, I'm going to, I, I've heard her say before I'm aside with my kid and like mm. multiple times this week, I've either thought or said out loud. I'm, 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 I'm signing with my kid. I'm mm. fighting for my kid. So. Mm-hmm. Um, before you mo- move on, can I ask you a question? It's going to sound silly, but I actually mean it. Have you ever felt like one of her children yourself? Oh yeah. Y'all are really old. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not that much older than me, but I have felt she has nurtured me yeah. like one of her children mm. I, on two occasions that have really meant something to mm. me. One of them I was going through a hard time. We were at a retreat together and there were no words. Mm -hmm. I mean, I might've thanked her for something, but she hugged me and we have, again, it was one of those hugs that's captured in a picture. Mm -hmm. And I just started bawling and she didn't ask why she just held me Mm -hmm. like a mama. It makes me want to cry right now. And then the second one was I was confiding something that I can't easily talk about, about my youngest child. And she, she stopped. Cause I was, I kind of, I wasn't, I wasn't seeking advice or attention or anything about it, but she said, can I just stop and say that what you're doing is really hard? And I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. So anyways, I wholeheartedly agree with that. All right. Your turn. We're going to bounce back and forth. I am saving you for last. About you? Anybody else. Anybody else. So now, Okay. So you're doing co-hosts. We we both started with parents. I'm doing co-hosts. But who are other people, whether it's family members, friends, because like, I want to kind of brainstorm this because I like my encouragement for the listeners is to brainstorm this. Like, who are the people in your life and what are the attributes that they've shown? Like for me, like since I've been thinking about this for the last, like really just 24 hours is like, it is, um, it is helping me to focus on the positive in people again, after be kind of being, yeah. Like everyone sucks and it's me against it's everybody, good. you know? Yeah. And it's helping me focus on the positive, both in the people that like I'm not in conflict with, but yeah. also then like with the people that I'm in conflict with, yeah. like trying to see the good. Right. In so uh, do, doing the people that I really love and care about is helping with the people that yeah. I'm struggling with. Well, it's a tenderness task because you can become hardened, you D-T. know? So I, I'll, I'll do, um, I'll say my best friend of forever. No, I'd said not me. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Kristen Diane Werner Kelly. Wow. Is social. (laughs) There is this idea of a lot of times we can feel like God's mad at us or holding out on us or has some sort of, I don't know, punishment or not felt that way. (laughs) But it's like you, they, there was this spiritual. Uh, this guided meditation where they had you think about you and all of your strengths and all your weaknesses and your sin. And you are opening a big wooden door and it's like you're walking into a courtroom and they have you visualize all of that, you know, the weight, how the door feels in your hand, that it's heavy. And, And when you open it, you're waiting, you know, that this is about judgment. And it was talking about when you open the door, picturing your best friend behind the bench at the bench and there is no greater acceptance 
that I have ever felt. So I guess this is kind of similar to my dad's, but um, there is complete on my side. She is a warrior for me. Mm-hmm. And even if I'm wrong, which she will tell me, it is with such love and without animosity that even if there is a critique or if there is a criticism, I it does not feel like a critique or criticism because I know that you love me. You're not smiling while you're telling me how I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It's grieving That's you. Me. How I, yes, yes. It's grieving you how I have been manipulated by an enemy to act wrongly. Sure. And there's, it's, okay, so so if my dad's is like acceptance and, and non-judgmental, hers is compassion. There is so much compassion for me. Which is funny. Even some of the verbiage you used was courtroom verbiage, and she's a lawyer. <laughs> when I'm feeling convicted, oh, I need an that's advocate. Great. Yes, I need yes, nice. <laughs> Tell the truth. You can't handle the truth. That's great. Um, okay, I'll do Anthony now. Okay. You're still going to be last. Anthony, I, and I've said this one before, but like he has just shown me the good side of the humanity of the priesthood. Mm. Um, just like mm-hmm. you know, we've seen the negative side of the humanity of the priesthood uh, in the news and locally and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But like he has just shown me, like priests are human beings who care, and and um, I, I think because like. Uh, there have been times where priests have wronged me and they were wrong. And there are other times where priests have, uh, I've perceived that a priest has wronged me mm. because it felt like they didn't care. Mm. And I think they were just overwhelmed and overworked. Yeah. Like, like there's both. They're there was people. like bad, bad. And then there yeah. was like, this could have been better, mm-hmm. but extenuating circumstances, the life of a priest is hard. Like, so my relationship with him has helped me in my mosaic of understanding like other priests. Yeah. Because I've, I've seen his, he met, he's, one, he's one of my best friends. Like mm-hmm. I've seen him in all parts of life. And so like I've appreciated it in him. But again, as we're building this mosaic, it's helped me in my relationships with with other priests. Yeah. Too. So yeah. Um, just like a, a genuineness and an honesty and an openness where typically with priests, I feel like closed off. I'm not going to open up. That sort of thing. Yeah. It's so. really good. Okay, so if mom was selflessness, dad was acceptance, beefy is compassion, Seth is commitment. He is a warrior for what he has promised. And he will be curious about that. He will um, allow himself to be wrong about that. He is impossibly, it's like this giant oak tree of steady, of stable, of reliability. He is, I, I say this often that he's like the heartbeat of our home, but, but more so there is this rootedness, this oak tree, like right in the middle of our living room of insistence. Like this is what we have promised. This is what I have promised. This is what I'm going to do. And if I've been wrong in the last, however many 18 years, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Mm-hmm. And if this isn't working or you're whatever, we'll just fix it. And it is so hopeful. It's so hope giving um, because I, I can just be a tantrumer and, and I don't know. I'm just not that way. I'm just not that way. I just admire him so much. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I really like this. This is way more positive than usually. <laughs> I'm sure. I, but I, but I like it. Like it's not like what I'm feeling as you're sharing because like I knew what I was going to share. But like as you're sharing, if just like this, there's just something I've, I've said it. I'm trying to say it in a way that like really conveys how I'm feeling. It's like this mosaic is beautiful to refocus, but also just like a freedom from like feeling like I have to be everything to yes, everybody like totally. a freedom a, a freedom like it's not excusing my flaws yes. but a freedom in like i'm gonna piss people off i'm not gonna be yeah. per- but like hopeful hopefully i can be like a, a, you know part of somebody's mosaics for for joy or like uh like uh commitment through thick and thin with like i'm thinking like coaching like like mm-hmm. like hopefully i can be something on a, on on right. everybody that i have a relationship right. with mosaic but I don't have to be everything. And there's just some freedom Amen. in that yeah. to like, yes, I need to work on the parts like mosaics are broken. Like there's parts of me hmm. that are broken. Like there's parts that I need to work on, but there's just this freedom in like, 
I know, like I've gotten words of affirmation for people even recently of like, you have shown me this in Catholicism or you have shown me yeah. this in relationships. And it's just, it's just this beautiful thing of like, cause I, I can often feel down on myself and like see my flaws, mm-hmm. but like other people often can see. Yes. Like there are people that don't like me and don't like you for fine. Right. But there are so many other people, a, a larger group of people who are like, you're on their mosaic, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just a beautiful yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, you, it's a tenacity in preaching. Like, mm-hmm. and like, it's what everybody on the show loves you for. Like, I, 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 it, it makes me uh, recall like the early days of the show. And I, th- I think one of these days I'm just going to let you go again. I'm just like, you know, like, this is your segment. Where's your most recent talk? I'll just sit here and uh, make a silly comment every four minutes and just go. Um, but just a, just a tenacity in like your preparation and in, in how, just how you convey um, like your love for God, your, your love mm-hmm. for scripture, your love for, for people. Um, I think that's um, like a consistent theme mm. in your preaching is like your your love for neighbor is stronger than my love for neighbor. Mm. Like a lot, e- even in my preaching, a lot of it is like love for God. Mm. So like, mm-hmm, like all the mm-hmm, stuff we talked mm-hmm, about in the last mm-hmm, segment mm-hmm. was kind of newer. Yeah. Because like I am talking a lot about like my relationship with God and what that means for me, what yeah. that means for you, but less in mind about like a passion and tenacity for preaching and a te- uh, passion and tenacity for other people. Like I couldn't believe like i didn't know all the context of what you're going through but like i knew what i was going through this week yeah. like I, r- difficult stuff with with our family with with church with school with with uh I, the, the place froze uh I'm, I'm dealing with like my own health stuff like this was a stressful week yeah and you're like i'm opening uh, or you know helping slash promoting this shelter for people for homeless people who mm-hmm. need to be in from the cold and i'm like i'm like great good for you I can't do another thing. I, I, yeah. I, I, my whole life is falling apart. I, yeah. I, I clearly can't handle my own stuff, let alone go help mm-hmm. somebody else. But just like seeing you do that, and I was like, that's awesome. Good mm-hmm. for her. You know? yeah. And like now I know like, okay, you're, you're, you're doing this, the same stuff and you still <laughs> did it anyway. Like there's, so there's just a, um, a tenacity in your preaching and a tenacity to live it out. I, yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. I love being able to think about if it's selflessness, acceptance, compassion, commitment, and then be able to think about how the Lord is those things to me. The Lord is accepting and the Lord is selfless and the Lord is, has commitment and compassion. Um, so I, my fifth one, Taylor will be you. And it is persistence. Mm. There is a persistence that the Lord has for me that I see in you. And I don't like, I don't think that I would ever just fall off your radar. You know, like, I think that you would come after me. You've tried. <laughs> you know, and I just love that because one of my weaknesses is I will leave. I will storm <laughs> off. I will, you know, and it's it, that it's a weakness. Like there's no pretty way around that. And you 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 are you are long suffering. You yes, are. <laughs> I, uh, uh, there we go. <laughs> there's this song, and I don't mean to make it like more dramatic than it is, but like there's this song, and it's it's Patty Griffin, and it, she, it, if you break down, I'll drive out and find you. You know, like I think about my inbox right now, and because life is life, I have a jillion unwatched reels that you've sent me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, but it doesn't and I hate matter, that. You just touched my shoulder. Yeah. And it's all forgiven. All forgiven. <laughs> I don't ever quit sending them to me. Because that is just a mark of the way that you are persistent and like, no, we're going to do this thing. We're going to do this life together. So the Lord is all of those things and he is persistent. I am both happy and surprised because I often think this thing that you think is a good quality is what annoys most people in my life about me. I am very persistent. Why won't he just go? <laughs> Give up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're doing a show every week, no matter what, <laughs> whether you like it or not. <laughs> All right. Well, that's very good. So uh, focus for this week. It's been helpful for me, especially this week of just love languages, applying them to your, your relationships, your, your loving relationships, your familiar relationships, friends' relationships. Um, applying them to God. Like how, how is God yeah. wanting to love you in these ways? How can you show mm-hmm. lo- uh, love to God in these ways? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just build this mosaic. It's been really helpful for me. So thanks. This is great. So good. What I needed that practice. To, I know I needed that practice too. I didn't realize it until you insisted. Well, good. I want to uh, keep singing uh, old 
90s boy band songs with you, but we have to go. I am <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I'm Taylor Stroll. That's Allison Sullivan. That was really good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> don't go, no, not don't go anywhere. Go away. Go, go away. We're Leave. not persisting. We're not persisting. Anymore. We'll see you in a week. Temper tantrum. <laughs> bye. <laughs> I'm singing. Thanks for watching and listening today. I hope that you enjoyed today's uh, very kind and loving episode. If you did, make sure you hit subscribe wherever you are watching or listening. Go check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic, for not only full episodes of this show, but also talks and music and behind-the-scenes content and all sorts of things over there. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great week. We'll see you very soon. Bye.